Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Now to 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Lighter winds, clearer skies, and a cold one here for this evening and overnight. Temperatures by early Wednesday will be dropping down to the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. But a warmer afternoon, near 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. All eyes on the potential for a winter storm system. Some areas could see snow on Saturday, some a wintry mix, others just rain. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 36 in College Park, 36 in Fairfax, 40 degrees on the National Mall at 759. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Michael Toscano. Coming up. A political battle in the district over increasing food aid to the needy. I'm Dick Iuliano. Who's going to pay for a possible new arena in Potomac Yard? I'm Scott Gelman. A federal judge dismissing an effort to block former President Trump from Virginia's ballot this year. A new push to stop a massive data center campus campus from going up in our region. A senior Hamas leader dead tonight after an Israeli strike. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Following plagiarism allegations and criticism after Capitol Hill testimony about anti-Semitism on campus, Claudine Gay has announced her resignation as Harvard University president. More from CBS's Nicole Killian. Gay's resignation comes nearly a month after she and the presidents of UPenn and MIT faced widespread condemnation following this testimony at a House education hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. House Republican Chair Elise Stefanik, a Harvard alum, posted two down, referring to gay and Penn President Liz McGill, who also resigned days after the hearing. Harvard says Provost Dr. Alan Garber will serve as interim president. Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez is facing additional allegations. CBS's Matt Piper explains. Menendez is facing allegations of accepting expensive gifts in exchange for favorable comments about Qatar. The indictment accuses Menendez and his wife Nadine of receiving gold and tickets to a Formula One race in exchange for helping a businessman negotiate a multi-million dollar investment for a real estate project in New Jersey. Menendez allegedly also got other items of value like Watches valued between ten and $24,000. Menendez and his wife have denied wrongdoing. Hundreds of demonstrators take to the streets of Ramallah. They're protesting the killing of a top Hamas leader in a suspected Israeli airstrike in Beirut. CBS News contributor Robert Berger has more on the death of Salah al-Arori. According to Lebanese media, four people were killed in this blast in Beirut by an Israeli drone. Israel has not commented on this, but Israel has said since the beginning of the war on October 7th that it would target and kill the leaders of Hamas wherever they are. Officials in Japan are investigating the collision between a passenger jet and a Japanese Coast Guard plane at Tokyo's Haneda Airport. Five crew members on the Coast Guard plane were killed, but all passengers on the jet were evacuated safely. CBS News transportation safety analyst Robert Sumwalt credits the plane construction and the crew for saving lives. These airplanes are built to withstand fire uh, a lot uh, interior-wise as compared to older airplanes. Uh, The sidewalls don't burn as quickly as they would have on previous airplanes. 
History is made in the city of brotherly love. I, Sherelle Parker, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear that I will support. Sworn in today is Philadelphia's first black woman to serve as mayor. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 8.03 on Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. We've got 36 degrees going down into the 30s. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. Our top local story this hour, the D.C. Council has taken the first step to sue Mayor Muriel Bowser. It's over her decision to withhold an increase in SNAP benefits in the new year. Our report from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. D.C. residents in the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program were expecting a 10% benefits increase. But Mayor Bowser is second-guessing the raise. So D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson has proposed authorizing the city's lawyer to sue the mayor to ensure the SNAP benefits increase is carried out. The council appropriates the budget. And in the budget, we were very specific that if the revenues were adequate, that we would enhance the SNAP benefits. Chairman Mendelson says he'll meet with Mayor Bowser Monday on the matter of the increased SNAP benefits, a day before the council is scheduled to vote on the resolution authorizing legal action. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. We're getting some more details about the finances of potentially moving the Wizards and Capitals out of D.C. and into Alexandria's Potomac Yard neighborhood. You'll remember the big announcement a few weeks ago from the team's owner that he plans to move the franchises into a new arena as part of a sports complex there in the coming years. Now, questions are being asked about who's going to pay for this new facility. Alexandria's mayor tells WTOP Scott Gelman it's not going to be Virginia taxpayers. Instead, Mayor Justin Wilson says Monumental will pay up front to start construction on a possible Potomac Yard arena. And that debt will be paid off by ongoing rent that Monumental will pay. They will pay a, a, an ongoing rent payment every year. Money generated from events and restaurants at the new complex will be used to pay for the rest. These are not revenues that could be used for police and fire and teachers and, and all the other priorities of local and state government. In a recent newsletter, Wilson wrote the city will pay for 5% of the $2 billion project. Monumental Sports and new tax revenue from the site will pay the balance. We're not taking city tax dollars right now and funding the arena. Wilson tells WTOP how the project will be paid for is top of mind for many Alexandria residents. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Well, what about the Nationals who continue to play in the nation's capital? The D.C. Council Chair has introduced legislation to keep Nats Park up to date and in good repair. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that would mean millions earmarked for updates to the ballpark now 15 years old. Chair Phil Mendelson says his measure sets up what's called a ballpark maintenance fund. Money for the fund would come from ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease. Anything left over from the ballpark revenue fund balance would go in there too. Among other parts of the legislation, Events DC, which runs Nats Park, is going to be required to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and the council. Mendelssohn says the district must keep the ballpark up to date. Campaign 2024 News on WTOP. A federal judge in Virginia tossing a lawsuit seeking to ban former President Trump from the Commonwealth's primary ballot. The suit also argued Mr. Trump should be taken off Virginia's ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. But U.S. District Judge Leone Brinkerman ruled that a pair of activists who filed the lawsuit lacked the legal standing to challenge uh, Donald Trump's eligibility for office. 
The judge says the activists totally failed to show Mr. Trump's presence on Virginia's ballot could cause them specific harm. Early voting for Virginia's March 5 primaries is set to start in a little more than two weeks. Now, the latest on that rumbling that many WTOP listeners felt in the early morning hours. Were you shaken out of bed by a small earthquake? Montgomery County residents were. WTOP's Luke Lukert reports. The epicenter was two miles west of Rockville. The 2.3 magnitude quake was likely caused by activity thousands of miles away, according to Rebecca Cabbage Adams with the Maryland Geological Survey. Even though the bedrock is fairly solid, there are very, very old breaks. But in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, the North American plate is spreading away from the European plate, and that builds stress, causing old fault lines to have minor quakes. And we may see some aftershocks. It would be small, meaning as small as or around the same size as the one that occurred last night. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The plan to build what's expected to be the largest data center corridor in the world in Prince William County is now facing a lawsuit. A group of Prince William County residents are now suing the Board of County Supervisors in an effort to stop that massive data center campus from moving forward. Coming up after traffic and weather, not all of those holiday returns are legit. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Bob Immler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway on the inner loop through Oxford Hill. Delays start at about 210 getting to the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Police activity remains in the local lanes along the right side. But two lanes are now getting by to the left in the local lanes. Three lanes are completely open and outer loop is open uh, completely. They opened that up quite some time ago. And not a whole lot else going on. Did have a crash in Maryland, southbound Route 3 at the second intersection of 450. I believe that's out of the road right now. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is without delay. They cleared the crash northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway before 195 at BWI Marshall. So both on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the beltways and all is quiet on 270. Virginia side on both 395 and 95. Pace is good on each and no delays either way on 66. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Imler, WTLP Traffic. And to 7 News First Alert meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. This evening, temperatures falling fast under the clear skies and with lighter winds from the 40s into the 30s and 20s most neighborhoods by early Wednesday morning. Expect the warmest day out of the week tomorrow near 50 degrees with partly sunny skies thanks to our wind out of the southwest. Now there is a chance Wednesday night, early Thursday morning of a stray passing rain shower, but right now we've got just colder air moving in for the end of the week and this upcoming weekend, watching the potential potential for a winter storm system where some areas could have a wintry mix. Others may have some accumulating snow. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 37 degrees in Georgetown, 34 in Bowie, and 35 degrees in Leesburg. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Rivian's sales fell 10% last quarter. It produced about 57,000 electric vehicles last year, fewer than expected. Dish Network and EchoStar have completed their merger, focusing on Boost Mobile Wireless as satellite TV subscribers fall. An estimated 15% of holiday gifts will be returned in summer fraud, like clothes that have been worn or merchandise shoplifted. 
First trading day of the new year, the Dow gained 26 points. The Nasdaq lost 245. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP, Hamas says a senior leader was killed in an attack in southern Beirut. We'll go deeper with WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green. It's 8-11. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Coming up, new information tonight about the deadly New Year's shooting inside a D.C. hotel. More news in 60 seconds. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Doren Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 814, and I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. Hamas's number two political leader is dead after an Israeli strike in the Lebanese capital of Beirut. It marks a potentially significant escalation of Israel's war against the terror organization, and it heightens the risk of a wider Middle East conflict. 
His killing risks provoking major retaliation from Lebanon's powerful Hezbollah militia. Hezbollah and the Israeli military have been exchanging fire almost daily over the Israeli-Lebanese border since Israel's military campaign in Gaza began. So far, the Lebanese group has appeared reluctant to dramatically escalate the fighting. WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green tells our Dimitri Sotis who the late leader Salah Aouri was. Salah Aouri was one of the founding members of Hamas's military wing uh, that operated in Gaza. He essentially, in latter days, had been working out of Lebanon. And he had a really interesting history because he'd been arrested several times. And he actually spent 15 years in prison in Israel because of his connection and operations with Hamas. Uh, He was on the U.S.'s Rewards for Justice uh, program, and there was a $5 million bounty out for him. And what's also interesting is that at one point he had been kicked out of Qatar, which is the place where much of the leadership of Hamas resides. Can you talk about, J.J., how difficult it is to operate in Beirut? When you talk to counterterrorism officials and U.S. intelligence officials who know about Beirut and know about terrorist operations and terrorist organizations, this is one of the most challenging places for them to operate. And this goes back 30, 40 years because of the densely populated areas, because of the high volume of terrorist operatives and operations in that place. It's just difficult to operate without them having eyes on a foreign organization doing anything. So to be able to pull off an assassination like this seems to suggest that whoever did it had some help from inside. And it also is probably going to scare people, members of Hezbollah and other terrorist groups that may be operating in that space. Is there a connection now between Israel's recent pullout of some troops from Gaza and Aruri's killing? I have no proof that there is a connection between Israel's announcement 24 hours before Salah Aruri was killed, that it would be bringing troops, pulling troops out of Gaza and doing other things with them, that it was connected to this killing, um, that he was assassinated by Israel. Israel is not saying anything about it. A lot of other folks who know about things like this are saying it has the hallmarks of an Israeli operation. I can say this, though that it wouldn't be strange if Israel was planning something like that to be prepared for what might come from Hezbollah and from Lebanon in the aftermath. WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green. Amid no low vaccination rates, the CDC says more than half the country is experiencing a rise in COVID, flu, and RSV cases. CBS News correspondent Meg Oliver is following that. COVID is making a comeback across the country with the most hospitalization seen since February of last year. The volume of patients is higher. The emergency room at St. Joseph's Medical Center in Patterson, New Jersey is packed with patients. Hospital admissions for COVID more than tripling here from a month ago. How concerned are you with the increase? Uh, they are sicker, especially patients that are the most vulnerable that have comorbid disease, things like cancer or respiratory disease. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Former President Donald Trump formally appeals the decision removing him from the ballot in Maine this year. 
Harvard President Claudine Gray, a gay, is submitting her resignation after scrutiny over her Capitol Hill testimony during a hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses and new allegations of plagiarism. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Oxon Hill, Interloop Beltway is still heavy and slow from 210, getting onto the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge and the local lanes. The police activity remains. Two lanes get by to the left, but you do get by now at least, and uh, that's been the case for a while. Three lanes get by with no delay, but the local lanes are slow from 210, getting past the police action. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the Beltways, and all's quiet both ways. On 270, 50 in great shape out to the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, traffic on both 395 and 95, each running without delay. And 66 in great shape both inside and outside the Beltway. Metro Rail, Orange and Silver Line services suspended between West Falls Church and East Falls Church due to a power problem there. And uh, they are requesting shuttle buses instead. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to... 7 News, First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. This evening, clear and cold. In fact, our temperature is really dropping through the 30s. We'll be in the 20s by early tomorrow morning. So coat, gloves, hat, all of it to bundle up. And then near 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. Warmest day out of the week, in fact. Could have a stray shower Wednesday night and Thursday morning. Otherwise, quiet as we end the week. The weekend, though, looking at a coastal storm system that may form, giving parts of the area some accumulating snow, other a wintry mix, or just plain old rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 33 degrees in Rockville, 37 in Ashburn. It's 35 degrees in Fort Washington. Coming up on WTOP, one local man facing murder charges in connection to the mysterious disappearance of a Maryland man. It's 820. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort, your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. The Queen Sleep Number C2 Smart Bed is now only $9.90. For a limited time, prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Breaking news now on WTOP and the latest on what appears to be D.C.'s first homicide of 2024. D.C. police have arrested the man suspected of shooting and killing 18-year-old Ashley Hines during a New Year's party the other day. Hines was found with gunshot wounds in a room at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Friendship Heights around 1.20 a.m. January 1st. Police say 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast D.C. has now been charged with second-degree murder in connection to her death. A Prince George's County man is facing murder charges tonight in connection to the mysterious disappearance of his friend. Prince George's County police say 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by his family back on April 15th, just a day after he left home looking for a ride from his friend, 23-year-old Parrish Good. 
Detectives originally opened up a missing persons investigation for Myers, but over the next week they uncovered evidence suggesting he had been shot and killed inside Good's car. Good was arrested last week and admitted to shooting Myers and getting rid of his body in the Fort Washington area. Police are still working to determine a motive for that shooting. Good is being held without bond on first- and second-degree murder charges. It's 8.23, and you're not imagining it. There is a spike in people sick with the flu and other respiratory illnesses. So now, what do you need to know? A look at the U.S. map of respiratory infections at the Centers for Disease Control shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range and Virginia in the very high range. Some of that is driven by influenza, but there are a lot of other respiratory viruses that are also increasing at this time of year. Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health, says there is a recent COVID-19 mutation. We do think the vaccine will provide protection against the JN.1 variant, particularly when it comes to severe disease. Pekos says it's not too late to get vaccinated for COVID-19, the flu, or RSV. If you get a vaccine now, it should give you protection for the tail end of this respiratory virus season. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With high costs of living and borrowing, buying a home right now is impossible for a lot of folks. According to the Washington Post, for millennials, living with their parents has once again become a popular way to save enough money to buy their own home. To some of the folks that we talked to, they were able to save up enough for a down payment while living with their parents for even a year if they had a good paying job. And a lot of that did happen during the pandemic. If you can pay no rent or discounted rent, then makes it a lot easier to save for that initial down payment that I think was very difficult for millennials. Washington Post business reporter Julian Mark, who joined us a bit earlier on WTOP. Child care, student loans, and rent costs also contributing to this trend. It's 824. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. When flying on a long international flight with a stopover, instead of immediately changing planes to your final destination, can you stop over for a few days without paying extra? In most cases, the airlines won't let you do that, but a number of them will, and that includes SAS, TAP, Icelandic, Turkish Airlines, and Iberia. But even for airlines that don't allow it, there's a workaround. If your overnight stay at your connecting port is less than 24 hours, there's no charge. For example, arrive at 6 p.m. in the evening, leave the next day at 5 p.m. Now, the airlines won't tell you this, but I just did. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Excuse me, Rob Woodfork. Oh, man, I wish I was Jeff Claybaugh. Maryland had a rough shooting first half to trail the number one team in the land by 13 at halftime. Dave Preston is live in College Park to tell us how the second half is going for the Terps. And it's not much better, Rob. 11.40 to play in regulation. The Terrapins trail 52-32. to Boilermakers beginning the second half by hitting six of their first eight shots. Zach Eady, 18 points with eight rebounds. Visitors also hitting seven of 13 from three-point range. Terps making just two of 13 from outside the arc. Jameer Young has 17 points, but Maryland trails number 